Worldwide One Love, okay? Thanks for tuning in to us, The Eminem Show. And happy new year, everyone. Welcome back to another fresh episode of the Eminem show coming at you live at the One Love Massive Creative Factory. With all the sound effects in full effect today. Why? Because it's 2018 and that's just who we are and what we do. It's lit. It is super lit. So uh, I'm really excited to be back here with you ladies. Haven't uh, seen you in about two weeks. Been taking a little breaky break. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen you since like last year, yo. Clever, clever. How's y'all's years going so far? So far, so, so far, good. So Killing good. it. Yeah. Killing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My totally. year's been pretty fucking awesome so far. Whole year. Been great. Yeah. That's awesome. Whole year. It's going to stay that way. That's right. Mm-hmm. On purpose. Right here. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Dang. Well, uh, I'm pretty excited about today's show because it's just the three of us. Mm. And, you know, I thought, you know what? We should set the tone for the year and, you know, just uh, reconnect and... Do some reflections on lessons we learned over last year and mm-hmm. also talk about, you know, some for the culture stuff. You know what, in our humble but great opinions, uh, was hot in 2017 and the mm-hmm. most impactful on uh, local D.C. Uh, uh, scene and the national scene, global scene, wherever you want to go. We get metaphysical. You know how it is. <laughs> and uh, also let people know what's coming up in D.C. in, in 2018 and what we want to uh, project and have in our lives. So, you know, we're going to have a good old wholesome show here today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Wholesome. Said as <laughs> the J is sparked. <laughs> So I brought, so we, you know, I, I like to start off our show with our, our table offerings. We have our mm. Frida, uh, Frida Kahlo candle again, always a Let symbol. Light Let's light her up. You no, know, we need a little guidance roll. Yeah, you know, we do. I fucking love her and her unibrow and She's how like, thick fuck you. and just, she was the originator of selfies. Mm. Like she was like, yeah. And another selfie. <laughs> Take a picture of me painting myself. You're right. That's a selfie of a selfie. The original selfie. Yes. That's a long game commitment to like, it you is. know, painting a selfie. It Seriously. Is. And she kept painting them. There is a lot of you know, I never thought about that, but there are a lot of paintings. Dog, that's so balling. And like just knowing all the things about her life and all the accidents and the <coughs> the broken the crooked back and the uneven leg and all of the physical things that she was going through and she still was like, I'ma paint a selfie. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like the Look it, at me. The amount of security that I don't. That's what I get from her art. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, no, there's dope. more stuff on the table, but man, shout outs to Frida. Shout man. out to Frida. Like she, she, she's why my hair is blue and big and like, yeah, I'm me and I love me as I am. I love you too, Jamie. Ah, thank you. I love you too. Oh, I love you guys too. <laughs> it's good to be back. Love me tonight. Oh. Wait a <laughs> 
Wisdom nugget. Where's our wisdom nugget graphic? Uh, There's so many ways to love ourselves. There are so many ways. Wait a minute. Sorry. 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 Naughty Pull Nina up. is about Pull to come up. I know she did. She came out. Out. <laughs> that was Naughty Nina. Yes. It, it is. Who is also a queen. <coughs> she is. Of her own <coughs> destiny and her body and her decisions as to what she does with her life and her body and her mouth yeah which is part of her body <laughs> but yes i'm on 10 yo you are 2018 <laughs> shout out to us so i brought this uh crown um as a symbol uh for all women and femmes and cool guys um alike to uh be in 2018 uh rulers of your life and your destiny and to make conscious decisions about what you want to do and how you want to act and uh you know just know that you are royalty and uh a creation of god and of this universe or whatever you think you got here how you got here you are a creation and uh deserve to be respected self-respected and have others respect you so this is a little little symbol of that um to go into the year and i think that both of you are queens oh my thank you thank yes. you and then lastly because i'm that person have <laughs> A new planner. Oh, that's a cute planner. I like the mermaid. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it's so cute. And uh, I got it at uh, Michael's, and they're having a sixty percent off sale on planners, yo. So if you want to get your life in order and get excited about it the way I do, planning uh, your your quarters, your half year mark, and. Uh, having some deliberate benchmarks to measure yourself and your goals, go ahead and get yourself a planner. Or if you just like to write things down and have lists, you can check like things off and feel productive. Right now. You're so smiling. I really, I got a planner. I love and it's cute. planners. Yes. Turquoise and it gold. Is. It has a mermaid on it. It's, it is pretty awesome. It's it's an awesome planner, dude. I know, and it's yeah. I'm not gonna open it up because this is not the planner show. But I almost just did. I'm That's that next, excited. <laughs> yes. Get organized with Nikki MG. Really, it should be a show. I'm well. Anyway, no, no. it shouldn't. <laughs> no, it really shouldn't. First, start with color coding. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, now is a great time to plan. A lot of organizations and businesses are in their strategic planning mode for the year so that they know their goals and they're clear about it and, you know, can move forward with intention. And uh, I brought the planner as a symbol and a reminder of that uh, for all of us really on the individual level as well. Nice. Or however you do it. Do some planning for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But you know what? When I was in my 20s, I didn't have a planner. I like to make lists and everything. And I might make like one list at the beginning of the year. This is what I like to do. And then never think about it ever again. Right. And just kind of live freely and explore and discover. I think that's okay, too. I'm just in the like planning phase of my I'm in, life. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm, I've turned over a whole new leaf, ladies. I'm a new me. You might not recognize me. I don't want to freak you out what's going on well i quit social media <laughs> but i already feel better what? it's been like 40 hours not mm. even it's been like 36 hours 
and at, that's so no saying. Facebook, no yeah. Instagram, no, no Twitter, Twitter <laughs> it's no Tumblr. <laughs> it's been two weeks. I mean, I mean two a days. Day I mean a day, ah. a day and a half. Yes, yeah, so I stopped as of yesterday morning. I woke up. I said goodbye, cruel world. Yeah, How man. long is this break going to I mean, be? I mean, I would like to say forever, but that's not going to happen. At least a month. You've yeah. been off all year, though. That's major. Oh, dude, I haven't been on social media all year. Yeah, that's so corny. <laughs> dude, I'm we're not, so corny. I'm that person that will wish you like a happy new year, like even if it's June, if I haven't seen you. I do that too. And people are like, "How? Why? It was January." I'm like, "Yeah, but I haven't seen you since last December." And they're like, "How yeah. do you know that?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking know. Honestly, I, think, I can't remember shit." I'm do a poll. That. Like, different people have different feelings, but. When do you stop saying Happy New Year? Until you see the motherfucker. Well, maybe like summertime. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of like after a couple of weeks in January. Nah, man. It's, you know, I'm it's somewhere between MLK and Valentine's Day. I'm like fucking Memorial Day. <laughs> For real. I mean, if I haven't seen you, I yeah, like to wish people a sense. Happy New Year. That's a pretty neutral. You can't really offend anybody. You can be like, oh, I don't celebrate that. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, calendar. What if they don't <laughs> celebrate our calendar? <laughs> but it's a new year. I mean, it's like half, like the Persian New Year. I mean, I say you know that to people too, but. <laughs> new Year, I feel like it's not a religious thing. <laughs> new Year's not religious, is it? I don't I don't I don't want to get too political but I don't know. yes I mean I don't know this is see, really look, hilarious to me no, see even saying happy new year is like politically incorrect now like get the fuck out of here man. <laughs> happy solar fucking rotations you miserable motherfuckers enjoy your goddamn planet I'll shut the fuck up is that better like what I just oh my gosh see? I'm sorry you were just so cute you were like it's new year Come on. <laughs> Someone's like, actually, that's really insensitive to the new month and the new day. So <laughs> and my I new think moon. you're leaving things out, and I think that's inappropriate. But you brought up a very valid point. Moon, many cultures celebrate lunar years. Like, they don't even have the same months. Shout-outs to the, to the Jewish folks, and um, shout-outs to my folks with Islam that respect the lunar years and stay in with that. Like, we're to Ramadan, and even Christianity. Like, people don't even know why Easter isn't on the same day and how it's even figured out, because we didn't use a solar year. Like, the this this yeah, this is arbitrary a, as fuck. And the whole world falls for it. Words yeah. of, like, yeah. Maybe but we, we decided. should just say, like, happy life. We should just n- yep. grunt and nod at people. Nah, nah, nah. Someone will be like, I lost my vocal cords in an accent. I can't grunt. And I feel like you're leaving me out of that greeting. Yeah. I, just, I feel like, you know, every day is the blessing. Happy new day. Happy new day. You're happy, live. Happy you day. Happy, ha- happy you're still breathing. Yeah. That's why I just kind of say it for a couple weeks afterwards. And then if I see him, I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? What's good? <laughs> Haven't seen since you know? last year. <laughs> <laughs> With the ha. Yeah. Every time afterwards. You know? But I'm, I'm going on. I'm going to say it until I see the motherfucker. It's going to be September. And I'm like, <laughs> Happy New Year. Finally. <laughs> I saw you this Happy year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Haven't seen since 17. Crazy times, what? right? I'm just saying. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Well, I'm curious, uh, ladies, uh, reflecting a little bit on 2017. 2017 was quite a year um, 
on a number of issues and topics and some horrific things and I guess some pretty cool things too. I want to focus on the cool things and keep it positive because we want to have positive energy going into uh, 2018 Indeed. and uh, so being that this is uh, One Love Massive and the house of local DC music I want to talk about some for the culture shit you know like oh. who do we think was the hottest and most impactful artists locally nationally globally anyway because we're metaphysical here we don't have boundaries um, that each of us individually thinks it doesn't have to be you know like deep analysis and uh, you know, this is like you personally. Um, what was impactful on you and why? Um, so, hmm? oh, I'm sorry, I had the J. I was like Molly. Uh, that that uh, did uh. the opposite of what I wanted it to do. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's start off with Molly, actually, because <laughs> this is the Molly Nikki Mill show. Oh Jesus! But we'll do one at a time. Okay. Uh, so give us a little <laughs> bit of space. So okay. like. Five artists or, or culturally significant, uh, uh, yeah, bands, artists, uh, um, maybe like top five each, and we'll go kind of. I think of we like should do one at a time. One at a time. That way yeah. I can roll up. That's right. <laughs> and focus <laughs> as well. Roll up. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to start with mine. Um, She's most recent in my mind. She's not a local talent, but her name is Tosh Sultana, and she's a artist out of um, Australia. And she's like 21 or 23 or something like that. She's self-taught. She can play like 23 different instruments or something ridiculous. Damn. Um, and she's self-taught, and she does this super cool thing with all these guitar pedals and looping. So she's a one-man act, and she can like play guitar and keys and MPC. She even beatboxes. Wow. She's just like this random white girl from Australia. And she um, apparently ate mushrooms, I think the story goes, or smoked weed or something. And I think it was mushrooms and went into a bad trip for like an entire month. Ooh. And, uh, mushrooms? Yeah, I know. I was like, that sounds like acid to me. I don't know what happened, but it was something, she did something that shouldn't have made that, you know, that it shouldn't have happened. So who knows what it was. Um, and she came out of that and it really impacted like her mission. And she's like, I'm going to be who the fuck I am with no apologies. And she makes his music. that's just super ethereal and trippy. And she's like the next Stevie Ray Vaughan. Like she shreds the guitar and she just like, when you watch, yeah, when you watch her, her like eyes roll back into her head when she's just like jamming and it's fucking mesmerizing and captivating. And she's like. Whereas, like, um, she almost seems kind of gender fluid, you know? She's, like, got a lot of, you know, uh, masculine uh, qualities to her dress and the way she is. But her voice is, like, an angel. She's got lots of tattoos. You know, you just can't really pin her down, which I really like, you know? Like, you can't tell anything really about her gender, her preference, or anything like that, like, which I really appreciate. Um, and she's just got this beautiful voice and she's an incredibly talented artist and I love watching her because I know that lots of little girls and women all around the world are watching that and they're getting liberated the way you are liberated by <clears throat> Frida over here um, because she's so herself and like yes. when she's in this zone the faces she's making are not necessarily attractive but you can tell that she's just like channeling 
some shit mm. and she's not allowing her ego to fuck that up and she's just like blah like let it come through me and you can feel it and you can see it and it's so empowering and liberating even as a grown ass woman to watch as mm. not so grown ass young woman like do that it makes me feel better it makes me want to be stronger and she's got a dope voice and a really great sound so that's my that's my number one for Tasha right Altana. now all right yeah. i learned something new i was not familiar with this artist so. me neither dope. she's super dope awesome uh well let me see i will give a shout out uh on my top five list starting with uh logic actually um as a local artist but also on clearly on the national scene uh the album that he dropped uh this year was just like really impactful to me in my mind um when i you know listen to logic uh rap it's you know i just kind of feel like it's uh, my homie from around the way um telling about you know his life and what has really happened and i relate to a lot of it um and uh this last album in particular um the track with uh killer mike uh where he's just you know like very honestly and rawly like questioning god like why are the conditions the way they are just really powerful and moving and uh and then also um his song everybody it just you know i'm somebody that for the last 10 years have been working intentionally uh in communities of color and black and immigrant communities um, for economic justice. And um, at at these circles a lot, you know, you really have to frame and think about uh, the racial uh, implications of policies or, uh, um, you know, workplace conditions, et cetera, on people. And as a person of color, like, you constantly are having to insert, like, this is how it impacts this community. This is how it impacts this community. Because a lot of time, uh, it's just, it's not on lawmakers or or big nonprofits' agenda, you know. So you have to, like, make it plain. You have to make it clear. And I've gotten into a shape of, like, always having to defend or, like, bring up the racial um component of life and you know how they how things affect us and listening to um logic's album kind of like (coughs) took me back to a more innocent time if you will um where he just says everybody's people everybody bleeds everybody needs something you know and regardless if you're black white asian whatever um, it's just that we all need love. We all need something. And, uh, and everybody is fighting to, uh, define themselves and define, uh, the world and, and America and what that means and their place in it. And, um, you know, just, I don't know, it just makes me like reflect on my own, uh, identity, um, and uh it was is refreshing so that uh logic shout out to um logic whoop, whoop. this year absolutely what about you mills hmm. well musically i really have to give a shout out to childish gambino i word as a as an artist that is 
multi-talented. I play the keys. I write songs. I do poetry. Um, and I have this story to tell uh, the project that I'm working on now, uh, The Beautiful Mind, which is like the soundtrack to my life. Um, I have been really drawn upon a lot of older inspirations like Andre 3000 with um, The Love Below and uh, <clears throat> like Lauren Hill and, and The Miseducation. And so it's been a very long time. Wait, pause. Common B. That was a great album. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy, Kanye. That that's the type of, of vein that I'm in. But I mean, I think that that was probably the latest album. Oh, Beyonce, Lemonade, Rihanna. Huh. Another highlights of the year. <clears throat> but I, was I that feel 2017 like or was that 2016? Anti was this year, wasn't it? <clears throat> Lemonade was last year. Anti though, Rihanna's joint. I, I don't know. That was 2016. I don't even know Anti. Yo, that album is off the chain. <laughs> Tell me how you really needed go. me was the song of this year, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, but shit, let's look it up. At any rate, all right, this wasn't even about her, but yeah, look it up while I bring it back to Childish Gambino, Rihanna which definitely all time. started this year off um, with his project, and I mean, it was very bold. Uh, critics try to just drag them through the mud so bad with it, which really? is crazy to me. I'm like, what album, album did they listen everything. to? They yes. were like, we thought we were going to hear a rapper. He's not rapping. Um, what What is it? But for me, that project was one of the best projects of the year. Flat out. <clears throat> By the way, uh, Rihanna's anti-album oh, came out sick. January 28th, 2016 so yeah Whoa. it's just been flowing strong and hard for two years just like the lemonade album um and solange's album as well so anyway back to 2017 childish childish gambino i think childish gambino's album actually came out technically in like november of 2016 Ooh. but was like strong yeah. again throughout 2016 but Hmm. Anyway, I hope I don't know. The, the the time is starting to blend, but I definitely attach it with last year and a, a yeah. general emergence of a lot of different types of artists, different types of music, very honest works. Like I'm very happy to see the album return. Just that whole concept of a complete work yeah. of art, not just a bunch of singles, but that this is a composed thought. Mm -hmm. And no matter what it is that <clears throat> that thought may happen to be, how high or low or conscious or whatever. The fact that it's connected and people are making these types of projects, I'm loving it. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like we're definitely going through like a uh, like a new, I don't know what to call it, but like a Black Harlem Renaissance moment sort of again, yeah. like in music because... We're at the 444. Yeah, that, the Lemonade album, Solange's album, Childish Gambit, mm -hmm. the Logic album, the... Um, uh de la soul album and tribe called quest albums again like all of and and so much more right just mm -hmm. like a lot kendrick. of kendrick yes all of kendrick's mm -hmm. albums which he's actually number two or actually whatever number, he's on my top five album. kendrick lamar absolutely but um yeah like it's a powerful great. moment in the black arts mm -hmm. uh right now yes Molly, <laughs> number two. Wednesday Love. Wednesday Love. Tell us about Wednesday Love. Wednesday Love. You can find her right down the hall most days in the recording studio. 
Um, she has a YouTube video that Beyond Studios just put out called Twice. And uh, she's fucking dope, man. She's super dope. I met her through Kofi. She's been in and out of the building for months. Um, and I've heard some of her music, but I saw this video and this song just spoke to me. And uh, she's just an incredible fucking alien of a human like she's just when you really like people they're aliens to you oh for sure like candace mills an alien jay mills is an alien i am an alien though you hunter i'm no i know (laughs) so is candace mills have you ever seen her perform i mean just yeah she's otherworldly you know what i mean like just straight up and wednesday has those qualities and she's super young and um she's just really creative and really talented and it's just awesome to like witness that it's almost like like if you were there when aretha started singing or when amy first started recording it's like lit i can see that about her and she's magic you know what i mean she's really magic and it's cool to um to be a part of that story Mm Um, because her music is oh, so yeah. incredibly powerful. So, yeah. Check her out, Wednesday Love. Wednesday. It's <laughs> W-I-N-Z-D-A-Y. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Uh, doing it for the local culture. Hey, man. One that's, Love Massive. That's for the culture? At. Yes. That's hot. Well, I already said my number two, and that's Kendrick Lamar. And I feel like I really don't need to explain why. It's right. pretty self-explanatory. He's dope. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I kind of broached my number two when 444 yes talk about it just talk about it (laughs) i just need to talk about this as a lyricist yes and a jay-z fan to the point where jay-z is my greatest inspiration as an artist oh shit he is the reason why i'm in control of my own art why i'm a businessman (laughs) i'm so inspired by him and i pay very close attention to his lyrics and several albums back he rapped about how he could uh be a conscious rapper but it wouldn't have made him any money he could rhyme like common sense but it doesn't make any common sense because he ain't gonna get those commas since people don't want to you know hear that conscious music so you know word to uh his to to reasonable doubt and the level of lyricism and introspectiveness that he had in that project just a slice of life to where subsequently it was very kind of braggadocious and just you know this other type of lifestyle and metaphors and lyrics but you know american gangster kind of touched it um so did uh kingdom come a lot of people didn't really care for that album i love that album i did too but 444 was like reasonable doubt like he was like i mean maybe it took him coming this far and being so set that he stopped caring about whether the project would make money and whether the tracks would get on the radio and you know the videos that he had that came up with it were just films like they're so point like they weren't even about the song it was like the song was almost a background to this mesmerized like watching them yeah you know like yeah each one is its own Mm. short film and it was just so thoughtful each and every song and the visual accompaniment with it um shout outs to jay-z for for bringing that level of lyricism and thoughtfulness up to hip-hop and i'm just again i'm I'm excited for the culture and it's been a long time since i felt like that about hip-hop it's mm-hmm. like since bling bling it's been all downhill and finally 
this year or rather last year 2017 i feel like it started to climb back up again and like oh well all rap doesn't have to be about gangster shit trapping or twerking basically <laughs> there's more to life than yeah. that shout out yeah. to Lil Wayne though that was one of the first tracks that I ever heard Lil Wayne on bling bling, bling. every, every time, time I got my bling bling, bling. <laughs> hey I fuck with Lil Wayne from back then I don't curse but in this verse man fuck the world back when before he was even cursing ain't nothing wrong with it there's just more to life yes. than that you know shout out to that Shout out to that, and we're back to Ms. Molly Ruin. I just had a really good one, and I forgot it. Damn. Pass me the joint. It's on you. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Um, What's another top I, thing? I got to give a shout out majorly to... Um, I have to give a shout out to Cardi B this year. I really do. Stay low. You can't... I mean that song. That song is just everything. It's church. It's it is church. It's, it's church. It's it's uh for anyone that you know feels like people are coming at them, which happens to all of us, and the bravado it takes to just stand down and stand up confidently to anyone or anything and be completely unapologetic about uh, how you say it or, uh, you know, and I just love her attitude. And I, you know what? I think she slays on uh, other tracks this year with like Gucci and Migos and whoever else. She's just killing it right now. So, and also her story is... uh, is uh you know she's a business person too and uh you know shout out to all the the sexy ladies out there doing all different types of work and uh transforming your lives money moves (laughs) you know (laughs) so i gotta give a shout out to cardi b yeah i love her she's so yes 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 had to back up on the mic yes (laughs) no listen I love her. I love that she does not code switch. She ain't trying to code switch. She is who no. she is. She Unapologetic- out unapologetically yes. herself. On the G Easy track, it's so awesome. <laughs> well, we already talked about this, but on the last show. But you know, she's killing it. She's being herself, man. And shout outs to that. I know. I just. Can't shout back to out. Molly. Did it come back to you? No, but I have another one anyway. Okay, but it'll come to me. It's been a long week. I know it's Tuesday, but um, <laughs> Lisa Renee. Hey, I wanted to say Lisa Renee I mean, and her work with Jazzy Jeff and stuff, dude. And just hey. just Lisa's whole shit is just super dope, and her music is yes. dope, and yes. it's cool when you like. Like I so I met Lisa Renee <clears throat> when Lisa I was booking Renee. the local stage at Rock Broccoli City. And I had Pinky on the stage, and at the end of the day, like all of a sudden, there's a cipher, and um, DJ Cool Flash, like the young girl on the turntables, she was able to jump up because we were having like technical issues, and they were like, "Can she spin?" And I was like, "Well, normally, 
no, but like <laughs> it's already booked. You know what I mean? Like festivals mid swing, but we were having issues, and I was like, hell yeah, she can spin. We put her tables up. She was rocking. It was super dope. You know what I mean? Everybody was super happy. And then all of a sudden, this girl gets on the mic and starts rocking it. And it's Risa. I'm like, who is this beautiful ass, like, dope ass woman that just jumped on the mic? Like, who is that? And then I got to know her and, like, figured out, like, from pictures. I'm like, who is this person? I need to know her. And they're like, that's Risa. And then we, like, you know, became friends because she's awesome and she's Risa's a hella. Awesome. She's a really amazing she saved human, my life you know i had a whole flashback of this yeah i mean she's an actual caring she's like a soul human. fairy he really she really that's a great she's you a know soul fairy. like magical mm-hmm. like she sparkles like glittery like happiness yes. wherever she's she at so dope. and she's so grateful and so humble and so real and so chill like I just really fuck with Risa, and then I really like her music. You know, yeah, like I can actually beautiful. listen to her music. Ask around town. That shit's been in my head for like four months. You can ask around town. She's so dope. <laughs> yeah, man. She's so dope. So Shout yeah, she's water for the soul. Man. She really is, man. And I'm not just saying that because she's here in DC or because I know her because I like her music. She's fucking dope. She just is. Yeah, so she yeah. Is. Risa, my fucking Renee. Hey, mm-hmm. hey. Yes. Mills. Hmm? <clears throat> next. <You're> next. Oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Frida's scowling at me because I wasn't ready. <laughs> she is like always She's ready. Like... <laughs> Stay ready. You. Um. <laughs> and I had one too. I was See tanking the bangers. Ooh. I just discovered her. Them their music this year shout outs to NPR and their yeah. tiny radio sessions I don't know if they've been doing this for a long time yeah. but I think I, I just those. got hit recently as of tiny last desk. year been doing tiny desk right? they've been doing it. so I have a theory on it I'm sure you could google it and figure it out but I'm pretty sure the guy was just like come in and then people like he would talk to them and do uh, articles about bands and then some start performing and then he was like we'll keep it down we gotta do it at my desk <laughs> and it just evolved because they all do acoustic versions like if you mm-hmm. notice the tiny desk concerts are like slightly different yeah, yeah. You know, it's not the full and they're all playing music the instruments very lightly you know, it did. Have, like, it did start special... like that, but then junkyard. I mean, what, had, oh no, it was rare. Essence. They had rare. I mean, they've definitely right. had a couple. You know, they had roots on there with fucking trumpets and yeah. shit. But it most of them, because I've spent low key the last three months watching this shit <laughs> every day. But um, yeah, because I I want to see how they're doing it. I mean, you know, we're doing the same thing downstairs with our factory floor sessions, but different. And You're so doing it. I want to, yeah. Doing so, it downstairs on the floor. <laughs> doing it downstairs. We do it here. On the floor. We do it on the floor. With Colonel Mustard. Whoa. This, <laughs> oh, what? That took it too far? <laughs> <laughs> that's what? You that's took it what, to snuff. What? I mean, it was it was really good. And then all of a sudden. It was just sudden, so random. <laughs> <laughs> with a candlestick. I Wait know. a minute. I, I know. Hey. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? You, you, you got way too kinky with uh, <laughs> yeah. with Colonel Mustard. You guys never played. You, know? uh, you never played Clue. Yes. yes. He's always the killer. <laughs> That's what. Oh. Colonel Mustard always did it in the library. He was mad about his stupid with the letter name. opener. Any yeah. Anyway, you say Colonel Mustard, <laughs> then I start thinking of like different weapons and stuff exactly. like that. And the that's what I but I love how Jake talk about like masturbating and having sex on the floor. But I say Colonel Mustard, <laughs> and you're both like, that's too much. 
what the hell? <laughs> Colonel Mustard Molly. <laughs> Whew, you're sick. Slow it you down. are sick. <laughs> what the fuck? I've never God. been more confused in my life. <laughs> Jesus. Think of the FCC. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a oh, podcast. Oh, my God. No, seriously, you both, like, recoiled. <laughs> <laughs> we both. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, we do it on the floor. <laughs> oh man, nothing wrong with that. Uh, well, uh, okay. recent <laughs> really back in. <sighs> oh, Ta- taking the bangers, yes. right? Tiny desk floor, NPR, tiny desk. Tanking the bangers, a dope, yeah. dope, dope artist. Yeah, group tank. I, I mean, it's the rapper, singer, singer band. Dopeness, dopeness, expression, poetry. R&B rap yeah funk therapy I don't know what to call their yeah. music but I love it it's like man I'm all about out. artists that are like fuck the box yo whatever definition yeah. you got for music or genre fuck it yeah. fuck it fuck yeah. it Okay. We're just having this conversation. Like we're just making music. Day. Fuck the hook. Fuck sixteen bars for the verse. Fuck, fuck what? It has to start in thirty seconds. Nah, nah. Bring back the extended interlude. The it, the just the whole taking the time before the music even drops. Like where to? Like Isaac Hayes. Oh, I just remembered. Thank you for the great. Yes. And we're back to Molly. We're back. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Word. Okay. Yeah. Another <laughs> local artist, Nucci. Nucci! Oh. Blame Young. it on the Henny. Young. Have you heard something, something? Anything will happen. <laughs> I see you're a Nucci fan as well. <laughs> I am, yo. Shout outs to the city, yo. Shout outs to Nucci. Dude, have you heard the new project? I have heard it. Have you heard something, something? I've heard something, it. Something. Oh my god! It's a, it's gonna it's gonna be things. a banger. I wish we could play it somehow. Man, we can't do that, can we, Nick? Can we play it somehow? Is that a thing? Like I know anything well because I was there when he performed it a couple times, and then the video was really dope. Oh, Shout out to the video. Oh my god, ladies! Hmm? So will they be able to hear it? Will we be able to hear it in our headphones? I miss that phone. It's as simple as this. I think so. We're about to. (laughs) Like you're like my whole life is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it in your face. You feel like really? Like uh... (laughs) I'm trying to email and tell. That's it. (laughs) Well, they won't see it. They won't see it. What do you mean they won't see it? Well, they'll hear it. Let's see. I got the volume up. I don't hear anything. They might not hear it. But this okay. this track, something, something, it is so good. The whole project is super good. Did you hear that, Jay? That was... The voice. Uh, I did. Oh, was, is that the one that, that you guys are always trying to get Naughty Molly. It was. <laughs> Naughty Molly. First of all. Naughty Molly. I like the way that sounds. Dude, because you said interlude, and that's what... Listen, this is exactly what you're talking about. And you know why? Because they know the song. people make time for the they want to do. I do love this song. And yes, I've heard it. I just didn't know the name of it. This could be on the radio. This could be. Totally, this will yes. be on the radio. Yes. 
And we're back. We're just testing you guys to make sure you're paying attention. Exactly. But uh, shout out to Nucci. That song is awesome. And uh, excited to hear more. Yeah. The whole project is super good. So show some love. Support it. Go buy it. Dope, dope, dope. Well, um, back to myself and Nikki MG. My uh, number four person on my list is... Uh, Pinky Kill Corn. <gasps> Damn, you stole mine. Well, she can be on all of our lists. She was. And, um, you know, a- after our little session here, we're going to actually show a clip from her uh, factory floor session mm. here this year. But uh, her Pinky Killicorn 2.0 uh, EP was just like so popping. And, uh, yeah. It I it was one of those things I listened on repeat this year also mm. you know and I just love her sound. Um, why do y'all love Pinky Killicorn? Since we all have her on our list, because she's ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I tell her that all the time. She just she's just unapologetically herself all the time. Like she never falters. She's always Pinky. You know what I mean? She's always. Pinky. Always has been. Mm-hmm. Always She used has to be Pink been. Dog, but she was still Pinky. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, man, Pinky. Yo. The homie. Like, memories I have of Pinky start, man, it's 2018, so it starts over a decade ago. Damn. That's crazy to think about, but we've been soldiers in this music war for a very long time i remember her freestyling i just remember her exuberance and her love for rap and just flowing and like the energy that she gives to keep the party going is so contagious and Mm -hmm. you know watching her develop and being a fan of somebody i know is just surreal a legit fan like Mm -hmm. I don't give up about that. No, no. I <laughs> like, don't even know what I was tripping for. Like real life. I don't have a fuck to give. Not a one, one, one. <laughs> Yo, like quoting your friends is cool as shit. And <laughs> the fact that many other people love her too is just so freaking dope. Mm-hmm. The project was dope, man. Performing, rocking out in Jamaica was a crazy dope adventure. And I'm so excited just to see what else the future has in store for Pinky Killer Corn, man. Shout outs to her rocking and yes. opening up for Erica Badu. Dude, I was oh there. My gosh. Did you guys go? I didn't. I was there. <clears throat> I was there. And let me tell you, that shit was fucking amazing. And she opened. So she, the doors opened at like 6 or 7 o'clock, I think. And then Pinky opened at 8 o'clock. And then Erica came on directly after that. And so they had this huge stage with this huge graphic, and it was this, like, pinky killer corn, you know, like, the, the peas fingers with, like, yeah. the killer corn, and then just this really cool, like, you know, cotton candy color graphic behind it. Just real, some pinky-ass shit, you know? <laughs> and, um, and, I mean, literally, like, the background, it, like, this was pinky to the, like, no, this was pinky to the background. Oh, this is, like, like epic. it was fucking huge. Sorry about your crown. I didn't mean to bang it up. And um, it was a big deal. And 
the theater, even though it was the opening act, like people were there to see Erica. So the whole floor was like 75% full and the balconies were like 20 to 30% full. But the place holds 6,000 people. So that means there was mm -hmm. like 3,000 people there for her performance. Yeah. And she like consciously made the decision to perform some of her early shit where she's literally talking about like selling crack on Georgia Avenue and like <laughs> beating motherfuckers up. I was like, all right, Pinky. Like just, but she was like, this is, you know, like this is part of my journey. And so she took him from the beginning to the end. And I mean, that's a tough crowd. You got people dressed up to the nines to go see Erica at the brand new venue. And here comes Pinky wearing this super dope, like, she looks like Her, a... The kimono jeans. Yes, oh, my she, God. She's like a superhero. Yeah, man. Like Mortal Kombat on fucking, like, cotton candy. Fucking warrior, yo. And she had her, like, things Her done. Bantu nines in. Yeah, she was looking regal as Fuck, and just yo. looking so interesting and you can tell like you could tell the audience like was just not sure at first you know she came in hard with it. she had a trap house on stage and shit. <laughs> she came in hard with it and um and she like introduced herself and then when she was like i'm from dc i'm from here and then people were like okay they warmed up but you could tell they were like who is this person you know <laughs> and then they like warmed up and then but by the end of it she won all of them over. I mean, they clapped. They fucking really like they they were engaged. They were people were standing there staring at the stage. They were not talking and be, they were paying attention to her and cheering for her. And she owned it. And then at the end, she tried to take a selfie and her camera kept fucking up. And like everyone was like giggling and she like fucked up like four times in a row. And I was just like, this is so picky right now. But the whole audience was like in it with her. You know what I mean? She was like, fuck it. I was supposed to call five minutes ago, but we're going to do this. And she went through like two different cameras. <laughs> but it was just like, you could feel the audience had like fallen in love with her the same way we love her by the end of that. And, and because of that you know what i mean it was yeah. just super cool and i ran around that venue like looking at her from all the different angles and it was really awesome like dude how many other dc artists have been in front of three thousand fucking people on their own soil yeah that's uh o opening for a national act when has that ever fucking happened before i mean and pinky did it and she did it as herself front to back you know what i'm saying and i've I respect the shit out of that. You Shout know what I mean? Killicorn. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, she did the damn thing, man. Yes, yes. Pinky, pinky, pinky. That brings us back to Mills. Um, and we're back. Shout out to everybody that tuned back in. Shout out to the folks that tuned in from Jamaica. Shout out to you, Daniela. Shout out to all. All the folks that helped to make, I'm going to say Facebook and its improvements of 2017 and engagement, being able to like, like with an emoji, being able to go live, being able to react to the comments within the comments, yeah. commenting on the comments within the comments, some commentary. the engagement, the boosts um, as a business person, you know, these different changes that they made in metrics uh really really helped a lot you know being able to really kind of reach your market on one hand you know i will say a hearty hearty fuck you 
for making people have to pay to reach the people that chose to follow them. But those are pretty cool, you know, things being able, once you have engaged in this boosting, you know, anybody that has a small business, whether it's Google or Facebook or Instagram, whatever internet tool it is that you are using to further your business, make sure you are using it. Make sure you're activating these tools because it's the information age. And um, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to see, you know, where the people are coming from that are interested in what you have, what their age is, what time they are interested in looking at the information that you have. And a lot of very important demographic information, you know, shout outs to my numbers growing, my businesses and my events being dope and social media, Facebook surpassing YouTube in video views, which is hella major yeah hella major you know i know you're taking your social media fast i enjoy taking the fast when when it was forced upon me when my phone broke but (laughs) out of the country for a couple weeks um so let me get this clear for your number four you are listing facebook emoji artists and business metrics creators business metrics i'm listing myself basically I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> Art, artists is dope. And um, to be honest, I'm kind of smacked and I slightly forgot the subject. So <laughs> forgot we were listening. I thought we were just listening like things. <laughs> things we like. Shout out to chocolate. <laughs> What did chocolate do for you in 2017? Dude, wow. a lot. That's amazing. <laughs> a lot. Your, your tea, that tea that I had at your house, that little tea box. Yeah. You inspired me to step my tea game up. Mm. 2018 yep. ain't ready. You know, I have new goals. New goals. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, we're skipping ahead. I still want to know your number four, J-Mill. Okay. <laughs> Artists. Artists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... If you want to go with emoji artists, <laughs> that is part of the culture. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shout out to Homegrown, but um, was Devin the dude's latest album this year? I mean, I don't feel like the project has to be this year or last year, did it? Is that like really a requirement? Oh, that was this year. That was my this year recap. Yeah, Devin did just drop his latest yeah. CD this year earlier i mean in 2017 and that cd was dope as fuck and really slapped on devin did it again he made one you know i'm a sucker for good music and a long intro and uh one of those when you just talk for a while over the beat you know like i love that devin made a really great joint to get high to so if you smoke <laughs> shout out to cannabis we'll bring it back you know, to being high again. <laughs> and Keeping the it fact consistent. that people that get high like music I and some of the greatest soundtracks that is probably on anyone um on anyone's, you know, smokers playlist gotta have some Devin on it and his latest one, I mean, Devin is this artist that he he inspires me heavily because of how underground he is. Like before everybody got hip to UGK or 
Three Six Mafia, where the most known unknown. I I think of the days in hip hop where there were those artists or groups that were so underground. If you knew about them, it was like a badge of honor. You yeah. know, their music was never going to be on the radio. It was not like you saw their. You had to know about them because you're you're you just know about them. And there's a huge peop- amount of people who know, mm-hmm. but still. It's not mainstream. And the fact that Devin has consistently done that all this time, I mean, I used to kind of be like, dang, you know, why not? Why isn't this on the radio? But who cares? Like, he's still doing, he's still selling out concerts. He, his latest project really, really, really was dope. So for all the Devin fans, if you did not hear the project that he put out last year, because... Once again, it's underground, so it's not like you heard it on the radio or you may have known because it was in iTunes or... I mean, I don't know. It probably is. But at any rate, Devin the Dude, his project from this past year, um, I know it starts with the word higher. I should have Googled it before I started talking. (laughs) But it's ironic that it's higher. I know. Bringing it back once more. One more time. Shout out to being (laughs) in D.C., where I can confess this truth, you know, you know, it is what it is. I'm it with is that. What it is perfect, perfect. What is the name of that? What is that? <clears throat> you have to Girl Scout cookies. Ah. Mm-hmm. And we're back to Molly with the Girl Scout cookies. Damn it! I just forgot. You're, uh, <laughs> you're, you're number, number five th- slot. This is Wait, it. Number five. I already did five. One. Yeah. So you've got uh, oh, yeah. Tosh Altana, Wednesday Love, That's Lisa right. Renee, Nochi, and everyone was for Pinky. Man, this is gonna be. I've been debating in my head. I have like a few, but I do too. Just gotta pick one. But you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Say it. Vaughn Benjamin, Midnight, classic reggae band. They've been playing a long time. They split up in the last couple years, but I've listened to a lot of hours of Midnight every single day, week, year. I don't know who my next one is. I uh, meditate and ride my bike and listen to Midnight. And it has brought me a lot of peace and solace. And I really, uh, I need that in my life, man. So shout out to Roots Reggae. Shout out to Vaughn Benjamin. Shout out to Ron Benjamin, his brother, even though they're no longer performing. And shout out to Desiree, Ron Benjamin's wife, who is the the queen of reggae, the first mother of reggae. Uh, Like when she is in the room, all the Rastas like bow down in respect to her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shout out to her for taking a lot of time off of her career to raise the children that she had with. Ron Benjamin, and she uh, performed at Reggae the River last year, uh, back on stage, nice. and so it's nice to see the Queen rise again, but that whole group of people, even though they're not performing together right now, are very peaceful, um, passionate uh, prophets. You know? so, uh, I love that alliteration, yeah. I thank you. I was going to say something else, but I didn't... <laughs> And we're back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I also had to think about, I had a couple of, you know, uh, options. But ultimately, I'm going to go to, and and this is uh, clearly biased, because 
He's my husband. But I want to give a shout out to my number uh, five slot, 206. Local DC uh, artist. And, you know, he's super underground. But I tell you, this man, I'm putting him on my list because he represents something bigger to me. He represents the DIY lifestyle that if you have a dream, if you're passionate about something, just do it and work through it. And he has uh, put out at least like two full length albums, a whole host of collaborative albums online in the last year, created his own radio show, created a show with Santos uh, for the culture, the lab here at One Love Massive. And, you know, he's just really uh, talented in so many ways. And uh, I just see him every day on his grind, like really pursuing his dreams. And I, I, it's just really impactful on my life personally because it is his energy and his persistence and just creating and, you know, just getting out there and just doing it has inspired me to follow my interest and passions as well and so shout out to 06 you can follow him Uh, 06 radio 06 radio and that's o-s-i-c-s like spelled out phonetically 06 like the year 06 um and uh he's on instagram and also shout out to the lab and uh santos and uh you know creating a space for DC hip hop and spoken yeah. word artists to come together and freestyle and show off their skills and One just love. another great awesome uh, uh, thing going on here at One Love Massive. Love so yeah, One Love. Shout out to 06 and Shout all the DIY 06. people out there just mm. doing it. Get on your grind and just do it. Do it. Do it. So I want to co-sign 06, dude. He's super talented and very driven and been a great part of the team, a great asset to the operation here. And uh, when I first saw his show, I was just, like, blown the fuck away um, because his whole other personality, like, emerges from him, and it's <laughs> fucking amazing, and he's hilarious. The show is so good. I yes. mean, I just, like, it was just really awesome. I was like, whoa, I didn't even know he had that in him, you know? Like, that's awesome. So, he's not Terminator all the time. I know, right? <laughs> My good lord, man. Um, but no, I mean, it's I, 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 I definitely agree, man. He's he's a solid dude for a lot of reasons and definitely very talented. He leveled us all up quite a bit. Yeah. Elevation, as he would say. As he would say. <laughs> I spent a lot of time with your husband, too. <laughs> Uh, he's like the only one in staff meetings that can be like um you missed a point i'm like all right <laughs> <laughs> you know so we're back to last but certainly not least never 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 mills <laughs> who's gonna take your number five spot my number five spot goes to esperanda spalding hey it's going to her for her project 77 where she went live for 77 hours straight what on facebook Woo! <laughs> Molly, I'm sweating. Woo! Wait, <laughs> three days, seventy-seven hours. What she, did she do? I mean, when they slept in shifts, and you know, like when she was asleep, 
like that's when they would do the mixing and stuff like she created it live like so you saw her when she went into the room to just kind of pick apart the melody and from the nothing to the something to the getting other people to play along with her it was unbelievable and amazing and it was so dope to see like for her to do that for her fans and just kind of bring that rawness to to the forefront you know for me like I have, I have all these different metaphors about um making music and it being very personal very uh, the closest metaphor i can use is, is very sexual um in terms of the concept in your brain to actually being in the studio and bringing that into into fruition sometimes it's ugly and awkward like a sloppy kiss and you don't know what you're doing and showing that to the world showing the missed notes that it doesn't just come to you you know it may take a while you know so for me as an artist like seeing that like listening to the end product and thinking that it's so effortless but seeing how she just until she finally got it right finally got it right like come back a couple hours later and you see her playing this whole song that she just struggled to find the melody just to you know create so i don't even know if she left it available to be seen i feel like it was one of those you had to just catch it while she was doing it and the product will the project will come out later i don't know what the final project is out yet but i do know that she went for 77 hours on facebook live and created magical magical music so facebook live or youtube it had been facebook it was or facebook. youtube Facebook only cuts you off at four hours. She did a special project. Jesus Christ. With Facebook. <laughs> Maybe they, they gave her special permission because yeah. she's Esperanza. Whatever. <laughs> it was, I'm just kidding. Alarm, but that's Go something ahead. maybe to look into, though, because there's clearly loopholes to that matrix. Yeah, you just got to have like a million fans. We're getting there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, well, subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> Help us get there. Well, those are uh, really dope uh, lists, I think, that we created here. Yes, uh, so, just to review, or Molly, we have Tosh Sultano, Boom. Wednesday Love, Boom. Risa Renee, Nochi, and Vaughn Benjamin. Boom. With uh, myself, we've got Logic, Kendrick Lamar, Cardi B, Pinky Killicorn, and O6. And with the real Jay Mills, we've got Childish Gambino, Jay-Z, Tank and the Bangers, the Facebook emoji artist <laughs> slash Devin the Dude. <laughs> and then... No, Facebook emoji. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just came out of nowhere with random things. I liked them. 27. Yeah. Please forgive me. I just made up my own question and answered it. So you really I mean, did. <laughs> It's very thorough. <laughs> Real well thought out. <laughs> so I was like, she, yeah, she's talking about the emoji artist. You know, that is for the culture. No. <laughs> I did Dang say man, artist. Stop. This I'm is a like, broad like, interpretation. I mean, somebody has to draw those things. You let me do it. You let me go on so long. And you waited until you... Okay, so I value what you have to say. Let's I restate it. Was this. <laughs> I was just like, your like favorite artist <laughs> is emojis. <laughs> I was like, maybe she's gonna. 
I was like, maybe she's going to bring it back. Yeah. Some, I was like, no. Like, in fact, I found my favorite artist. Um, <laughs> That's why I had to clarify because I was like, so. <laughs> like, what? My favorite Facebook artist is a boat? <gasps> And the (laughs) business metric creators as well. I was like, I guess there's an art to that. Facebook ads. It's like, fuck you guys for real. Shout out to But thank you. Man. Yeah, so, um, and then lastly, Esperanza Spalding. Yes. I, yes. I do want to say that if I had like a six and a seven or like a five B and a C, it would have been like uh, EU and, and then you. But I don't, I don't know. I don't have enough of your work to like, you know what I'm saying? To it's like, new. It's not even recorded to my brain. That's how new it is. I know. That's but so I'm already hot. a fan. Was that inappropriate? That was a wisdom nugget. Quick, drop the graphic. I don't know if that was a wisdom <laughs> I nugget. I just want to use the graphic. <laughs> Nick, did you drop the wisdom nugget? Yeah. <laughs> is it like an overlay? Does it take this whole screen or is it an overlay? <laughs> it's like, ding, wisdom nugget. Which was made by 06. It was made by 06. Bring it back. Actually, all the graphics are made by 06. Uh-huh. Such a genius. He I is. love him. Um, but you know what? I think now's a good time Let's take a little break. One, so we can eat some more of these crispy plantain chips without yeah. crunching into the mic. But two, so you can see a pinky killicorn video as one of our hottest, clearly on all of our lists. The hottest of the hot of 2017 of DC for the culture. Hashtag DC culture. Check us out. One love Hold massive. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to show a, a clip of pinky killicorn here live at the one love massive creative factory. Uh, doing one of all of our favorite tracks. Check it out. We'll Hold be right that. back. Nice. Hold up. Hold up. I see CHs hate on me. I 
Welcome back. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. The Eminem Show. Wasn't that a lovely little musical nugget from Pinky Kilhorn? <laughs> we need a new graphic. Great. <laughs> musical nugget. <laughs> I just, I'm just about the nuggets, you know. But uh, that was a nice little hot list for 2017. I want to get political with it because... Uh-oh. You know, I just got to inform people about what's going on in D.C. Who's in it? So, the the most important thing today is that elections are coming up in D.C. Uh, this year. And so, uh, election cycle in D.C. is one of the most crazy and interesting things I've ever witnessed in my life. I highly encourage everyone... One, to register to vote if you haven't already, if you're a new resident in D.C. or if you've lived in D.C. for a long time and never bothered uh, and you're still registered in your original home state, change over. Vote here in D.C. You're a longtime resident. Vote here in D.C. Um, and uh, if you're a long-term voter and uh, you feel disenfranchised or uh, don't care, you know, um, because everything is corrupt in D.C., you're right. But get out and vote anyway. It's important. Just in case. Uh, last uh, local elections uh, where we voted for our mayor was like a historic low voter turnout in the district. And just in my <laughs> personal opinion, our current government reflects that. You know, we need more people to uh, hold them accountable and you know, make them work for their your tax dollars. So um, elections are coming up. The primary is June 19th. And so uh, get out and vote for that. And then the general election is November 6th this year. So if you want to register to vote, um, you can do that a number of ways. I think we uh, have a little slide here for you. You can do it online um, at the D.C. Board of Elections or through the DMV. Um, you can actually go to either of those locations physically and do it in person, or you can like print a form online and fill it out and then mail it in. Um, there's a zillion easy ways to do it, uh, but get registered to vote. Um, so just so everyone knows what is coming up in DC, like what wards, what seats are up and all of that. Um, this is a big one. Uh, we have wards one, three, uh, five and six who are all up for election. So that is uh, Councilmember Brianne Nadeau, 
uh, representing like the Columbia Heights area and uh, U Street area. Um, Shaw. Yeah, so this is Ward 1. Boom. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Ward 3. That's Mary Che. That's like Uptown, like Cleveland Park and AU area. Yep. Um, Yep. The rich part of town. Uh, Then we have uh, Ward 5, which who is that right now? I should know Grosso? This. No, McDuffie. He's... Kenyon McDuffie. Kenyon McDuffie, right. Grosso is four, right? He, I think Grosso lives in Ward 5, but he represent, he's an at-large seat. And he, he's not up for election right now. But uh, Kenyon McDuffie, uh, representing Ward 5, is up for election. So that's like uh, Brookland area and uh, uh, probably like Michigan Park and, um, <laughs> you know, that region of Northeast over there. And then, uh, ward six, which is Charles Allen. Um, and I think that that's part of like, uh, Capitol Hill and, and over in that area, but don't quote me on it, but Charles, uh, Allen is up for election. And then we also have an at large seat that is up for election. Um, and that is Anita bond seat. Um, Hmm. and she's an at large person and, She's been on the council quite a long time. Uh, then also our mayor is uh, up for re-election as well as the chairman of the council. So these are like really powerful positions here in Washington, D.C. Uh, these are the people that affect uh, policy decisions. They affect uh, the decisions made on how your tax dollars are spent here in the district. Um, they work with and approve different contractors for how land is developed and what businesses come to the city. So if you care about any of that, about the quality of public education, um, about the quality of workers' rights and wages in the city, about art in the city, just about anything, like they affect every, um, decision, um, that happens at the policy level and then comes down and affects uh, us in a multitude of ways. So I encourage everyone to get out and vote. Um, there's also a couple of other smaller seats up, um, but still is important to vote for them. Uh, the D.C. Democratic State Party uh, is up for re-election. And basically, if you didn't know, I didn't know about this before, the D.C. Democratic State <clears throat> Party um, is responsible for basically, uh, voting for who the district of Columbia thinks should be the presidential nominee, but also just generally represents the democratic party, um, from DC at conventions and, and whatnot. And, uh, they're kind of defunct here in DC. They don't really do anything. Um, so a couple of years ago, I ran on a slate with some people. Um, The rent is too darn high to, you know, try to get some younger people on there and progressive-minded people to make that uh, uh, body more helpful and proactive with dealing with uh, uh, issues that affect Democrats (laughs) and working-class people here in the district. Um, So that is up for election again. Uh, also the delegate to the house, that's, uh, Eleanor Holmes Norton, who's been holding that seat down for like a A really long time. time. How long? At least like 30 years, I think. My whole life. Yeah. What do we think about her? Do we like her? Um, historically we love her. Um, you know, she was, uh, instrumental and, 
uh, uh, helping with uh, DC advocate for home rule and statehood over the years. Um, cannabis. And cannabis. You know, she's progressive on uh, all the, the right issues, but I think um, there's a growing number of people in the district that feel like she's had the seat too long and they want fresh energy there. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, personally, um, you know, just because even though we have a delegate to the House, she still doesn't have uh, the right to vote um, for policies that are being brought to the House. Um, She can weigh in on them and has influence in relationships, but still doesn't have that vote, you know. So there's only so much power that comes along with the seat. Um, But I think some people also feel like she could probably do more um, to for statehood in order to get that. So um, every year she has some challengers, uh, but they never win. Um, So we'll see. I think it'll take her like retiring, honestly, um, for someone else. It's like like Jim Vance of Donnie Simpson. Like, you know, like they're just staples. Like they're just names you've heard your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that, she is up for re-election. Then there's also the Attorney General, and then the Shadow Representative and the Shadow Senator, which... What does that even mean? I don't, I really don't fucking know what those (laughs) positions do. Um, (laughs) It's a mystery, but I know that they don't have a vote or anything. I think that they're there and they're able to build relationships, and I I think a lot of people in D.C. attribute those roles to be uh responsible for advocating for statehood for the Mm. district but sound like the umbrella corporation it does sound kind of sketchy doesn't it shadow shadow people (laughs) anyway um some people generally run for that those positions here but it's a big election so register to vote again the primary is june 19th um and you're going to start seeing more and more signs in the district for different candidates who are running so can we talk about that for a second sure okay so last mayoral election season yeah where muriel bowser's face was everywhere um that election faith mayor (laughs) Oh. oh like was that real life that is real life because i kept seeing those posters (laughs) and being like faith and you know what? She has run multiple times. Oh yes, and I, I actually Jay Cooper, rest in peace. I spoke. I I man, went to see him yo. one day. Yeah, man, that's um. That's still so. F- crazy. I know. Yeah, two years last November, uh, a couple months ago. So um, yeah, rest in peace, uh, rest in power. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to go talk to him, and I was asking him about that, and he was like, "No, she's she's a real." She's a real person, and not only is she a real person, but she actually does have some sort of a job with inside the government and does affect some contracts and things. Yeah. And she's clearly not a stable... So for everybody listening at home who has no idea what I'm talking about, like, the whole city was just covered in all kinds of... Um, all kinds of uh, posters for different mayors running different color posters on every... And I kept seeing this poster of, like, a, a woman on a camel... With, like, the capital photoshopped into the... Or I guess the camel was photoshopped onto a picture Mm. of, like, the U.S. Capitol. And she's playing a trumpet, riding a camel. 
I think Why? like in the previous her... election, she was like a fairy. I remember seeing her like with wings and yeah. like a wand. In and that previous... was her mayoral election campaign. And it just said Faith Mayor. I don't know if she has one name or if her name is really Faith Mayor. It's very <clears throat> confusing. So here's who she is. She is a member of the D.C. Statehood Green Party. So um, in D.C., it's a pri- like a 90% Democratic city or something like that, registered Democrats. Um, but So you can run as a Democrat, you can run as a Republican, you can run as an Independent, um, and then there's the Statehood Green Party as well. So um, sometimes they have a candidate uh, that they run, and she is part of the Statehood Green Party. Is it too late to run for mayor? No. So I... Are those the options? No, I don't. I have not heard if Faith is running for mayor this year. She might. So there are people like Faith and like Calvin Gurley and who just run over and over and over again. And they never win, but they always run. Like Ross Perot. Remember him? Well, the 90s. More, even more than Ross Perot. Like some of these people just. So I also encourage people, if you haven't registered to vote, um, to register to vote, but to go to. the uh the campaign talks what are they called the um the platforms the candidate forums um where you go and like see the different candidates who are running for your different ward or at large position um answer questions and talk about the issues when are elections the june, june 19th is the primary so june they're teeth. juneteenth well isn't that june 6 i'm such a bad black person isn't it june 16th or is it June 19th? thought it was June 19th, the last 10th of June. I mean, well, I'm going to defer to <laughs> what you think. That would be weird if it is on Juneteenth, though, because uh, DC, I thought DC recognized that. That would is, be Emancipation uh, Day? Yeah, DC recognized that as a holiday. Like, Not Juneteenth. June 19th. We can't even agree on what. What day? It is June 19th. 19th. See. Yeah, my mom's from Texas. But, you know. That's I, I, I dusted that memory off. And it was it was so dusty. I well, that's weird that it's on it. June. <clears throat> well, anyway, we, we will be voting on Juneteenth. So that's the primary um, election. And, uh, and then uh, November 6th is the general election. Okay, so, oh, so I got till Juneteenth to get, like, yeah, hip. Five thousand signatures, so I can run for something somewhere. You know, I, yes. I encourage every person who has not yet seen the movie that came out in the '90s, starring Eddie Murphy, called "Distinguished Gentlemen." Check that out. It is Throwback. incredibly <laughs> accurate on what it takes to enter local politics. Was oh, this the one where he runs in like Florida and he gets all the old people to love him? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just in a nutshell. Yeah. Pretty much. But he talks about <laughs> how a, movie a candidate basically <laughs> wins an election easily by aligning themselves with a particular party. In his case, he aligned himself with senior citizens. Many people underestimate the power of aligning yourself with that party, but so a lot of senior citizens out there. Especially in D.C. Exactly. And this is how Anita Bonds and Muriel Bowser and Brandon Todd all secure 
their votes. They have seen the movie. They're tight. (laughs) They're tight with the senior citizens. Yeah, you do that. You win that. That's a large demographic. And then after that, you know, you can pick other trade unions. Because they're the super voters. Old people be voting. They have nothing else to do. Hey, 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 hey. No, uh... Hating on the seniors. It's not hating. Them. I wish they they they're retired. I'm looking forward to when I have nothing to do and I just want can't wait. Like, to vote. We have things to do. I gotta go to where I gotta. They don't have. They have a doctor's appointment they that they look forward exactly. to for months. The moment they put something on the cal- oh voting June nineteenth. They start doing their hair yes, like a week right. before. They do, and they <laughs> they, they register at the polls. They're yeah, yeah. Yes. the seniors and they're so volunteering. Super voters. They're gonna be they're there with their vests on. <laughs> yes. They're like maybe Mrs. Green from down the street will be there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they're right. She will be there. She, she will be. Yes. Looking sassy. She got her voting yes. hat. But they do. Yeah. Like <laughs> With advisors. The pamphlets. You know? And a button. She's ready and informed. With her bag. Yes. And her grandchild. <laughs> <sighs> yes. So get out and vote. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. I'm not going to go through all who's running, but I just, you know, this is going to come up again. We should do a little guide, like an Eminem show guide to local politics. We should endorse some politicians, man. Yeah, I'm with that. Be we familiar. accept bribes. I'm going to ask them flat out, how do you feel about cannabis? And if you're not for the green, I'm not voting for you. Let us push this to the ballot. Let cannabis be just as much of a line item as gun ownership, abortion, and who should use what bathroom. Like, push it to the front. I want to know how you feel about it. And if you don't say the right answer, boom. You know, we should get some of the uh, marijuana policy advocate people here on the show to update us about what's going on with uh, the status of cannabis. You don't get a vote from me. Oh, I have some guests to come on the show for us. Yeah. Let's talk about it later. No, right now. Let's do well, it. do it now. I want to transition. <laughs> into... oh, we get a lot of thumbs from that. Some people like that. Hey. The, that voting for the the weed. Uh-huh. Boom. Yeah, it's important to yeah, us. We need to make a list of all the different everything that's up for office and what their platform. And just are. be like, we could even do like you know who gives thumbs up, who gives yeah. thumbs down. I'll just thumb down everyone to keep it on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like if we, it can be like a real talk <laughs> kind of uh, we just pamphlet. Need a little sheet. Yeah, we need a little cheat sheet. They're gonna have to say it publicly. Are you for cannabis? And if you say no, shame. Like Game of Thrones. <laughs> like throw bags of weed shame. at them. Boom. <laughs> yes, throw weed at this every time you speak. Boom. You Ooh. hate a plant. You're an animal. <laughs> you're a monster. You're, you're a monster. You're pro cancer. You. Weed hating. I mean, I definitely encourage people to go to the candidate forums. (laughs) That's what I would say. Because this candidate is pro cancer, pro death candidate right here. You know, people make those kind of comments and stuff at the candidate forums. It's great entertainment. Like (laughs) democracy is so entertaining. I highly recommend people go to the candidate forums and get to know these characters, these players. If you're against weed, you're pro cancer. I'm Do sorry. you like cancer? Do you like watching children die? <laughs> <laughs> if you're against weed, you like children. You're a baby killer. <laughs> you're a child killer. You're a horrible, horrible person. <sighs> this message has been sponsored by <laughs> One <Yeah>. Love Massive. <laughs> <laughs> One Weed Massive. 
Oh yes, I see it in the future. Wisdom nuggets. Man, we're running. We're running late, man. Well, I want to transition this conversation into uh, lessons learned. Oh man, never dating again. From 2017. Mm, All right, let's start there. Lessons learned for 2017. You know, it was a long year. It was a crazy year um, in terms of, uh, you know, the whole presidential situation and like some crazy shit he tweeted or said to some other leader of a nation or policy he tried to initiate or take away or tax reform. It was just like every day some crazy shit with all the firings and everything. So that, you know, was like an emotional roller coaster for folks and then we also had uh you know a big uh women's movement many moments this year with uh the the women's march the black women's march the me too campaign resurgence um Mm. all of the lawsuits that are following um you know the sense of accountability and uh you know and so much more and so uh there was that but then on the personal level right you know on the personal level molly you as a uh entrepreneur creator of one love massive um there's been a lot of transformation Mm -hmm. here and growth at the space for you jay mills uh as an artist as a cannabis entrepreneur as uh the j suite has uh really taken off uh for myself um as an entrepreneur and uh an activist um and a newly married person uh i'm sure that we have learned so much and i feel like this is the time when the wisdom nuggets may come out because i'm really interested to know what you boss women uh some of your most major reflections and lessons learned for 2017 Mm. yes my biggest reflection is to not take anything personal when it comes to business you know um as a woman we can be very passionate we can be very emotional we can take things very personal people can personally disrespect us simply because we are women like that can happen and to move forward in business understanding that business can be done with people who don't respect you business can be done with people who don't like you um because business is not personal business is business and when you're able to overcome that negativity with equanimity or being able just to see the greater purpose and how you can still work together or how you can still use these things or use these opportunities to benefit your brand it takes it takes a lot of reservation but the benefits are real and for me um, as an entrepreneur you know oftentimes we go into this entrepreneur world because we don't like corporate the corporate world but in truth the corporate world is like that you're gonna work with somebody you can't stand yeah and that person may just get reassigned to another department they're not gonna get fired like they're it's not fair (laughs) in the workplace you may hate your boss they may be an asshole but you still have to go to work 
You still have to do this job. You don't have to like the people you work with. Nobody is expecting that. But when you become an entrepreneur, suddenly you expect to be friends with everybody you work with. And like that it's supposed to be this this new fantasy world where everything's fun. And no, it's not. Like It's just flat out not. If you wish to achieve a certain level of success, if it's anywhere, any semblance of being like corporate, then you're going to have to work with some people you don't like. <laughs> And business is not personal. If you can learn not to take it personal and how to just remain professional and keep it moving and keep growing your business, then you can make it to the next level. <laughs> Word. <sighs> yes. <laughs> this is why you are a successful entrepreneur. I don't know if I have learned this lesson fully and accepted it in 2017 as you have but I hear you and uh, hear the wisdom deep within it I do I do what about you Molly what's one of the lessons you've learned oh in man 2017 I really um came to terms with like how broken I am this year um in good ways you know <laughs> in good ways um, you know, I, I learned a lot about, uh, myself, a lot about stress management. I learned, uh, I learned a lot of really painful lessons this year. Um, I think, you know, ending the year and heading into a new one, um, it's all about acceptance for me. It's like accountability and acceptance and then just like really understanding like what the fuck is going on and like, uh, owning my decisions and, um intently and actively making decisions to risk it all you know to make this work to give up any um future security uh blanket that i might have has gone into the walls here so um i've taken a, a huge risk uh and learning how to um like acknowledge that and be at peace with that and use that as motivation and never let it be daunting it's like um liberating and exciting and terrifying all at the same time uh having to be um having to have relationships with like 18 different people that now associate themselves with win love and learning how to navigate through those conversations and uh just be you know um have really close relationships with people when i don't feel like that's what one of my skills like i i'm confident in a lot of my abilities uh, i'll sit at any table i i'm not i'm not really afraid of anything except for like close relationships with people <laughs> so you know um i've had to really face that and like do a lot of that this year and i think that i've learned a lot <laughs> about myself um i'm still learning uh, a lot of self-reflection um you know just really being honest with who I am. I think it took to get to like 42 years old to have like honest ass conversations with myself uh, and recognizing, um, I think the greatest lesson uh, and gift that I've learned uh, is that um, I, I, want a, I want a life that looks a little different. And I, I know what I'm missing and I know what I want and I'm making efforts to get that. Um, and I'm acknowledging that I deserve that. And I think that is... Um, like a beautiful place to be even if I'm like 20 years late on it, you know. Not late? Well, you know. You're arriving. Amen. You know. Exactly. So it's um 
It's been a painful, painful year. It's been an emotional year. It, you know, it was the best year in my life, worst year in my life, you know, um, all at the same time. Uh, actually, 2016 was the best year in my life and the worst year in my life. 2017 was just more about, like, digging in and making shit work, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very grateful for all the, you know, I mean, like this this opportunity and all the Amen. growth I've mm -hmm. experienced with the two of you in, these, in this room, you know. So, yeah, man. Um, remember when the doors were spray painted with aerosol yeah. can you know like yeah. everything's a lot different so you know um it's good man i think uh happy it's new good year. yeah happy new year man challenge yourself put yourself out of your comfort zone challenge yourself that's that's you know that's the lesson i learned and uh don't be afraid to go for what you want because you might be really good at it and you might just get it awesome well uh i think the biggest thing that I'm or most excited to share about that I learned in 2017 is very literal. It's about the power of essential oils. If you didn't know, um, I'm just so excited about it. I was given a set of essential oils and a little like vaporizer thing for a holiday gift. And essential oils have healing powers and I feel like people need to know about these natural remedies um, and uh, in particular the peppermint essential oil and the lavender essential oil so I'm someone that uh, and I say this truthfully suffers from migraines I get major major like pounding migraines like need to lay in the dark and just close my eyes and you know kind of nothing and um uh this uh essential oil peppermint uh just like smelling it and putting it in the vaporizer in my room will take away my migraine um that's awesome it's really awesome you know and uh and the lavender helps too or i might take a little uh um, peppermint oil and like actually rub it on my temples where like you feel the pulsating happening mm -hmm. and it really helps and I don't know if this would help everyone or, or whatnot different things may uh, you know affect people slightly differently but I was doing a little research and yeah apparently uh, peppermint is great for headaches and stuff and so um, I'm just, I think I learned a lot in 2017 about, uh, like natural ways to be healthy. Um, and I want to carry that forward in 2018. Um, I significantly changed my diet, um, or I should say taken steps to change it. Um, I, um, became much more conscious about, um, sugar content um and fat content um and processing um and uh it's it's effects on people i've been nerding out like watching documentaries on um how uh processed food you know affects the american population and you know the rise in diabetes and and heart disease and um uh long-term obesity and children and everything and um, and just, you know, seeing the, uh, degradation of health of certain folks within my family and, you know, their doctors telling them, 
they need to change the way they eat and some of my friends too and just how um, I just became very conscious uh, this year that food is an addiction you know um, and we're all addicted to it in different ways because there's like sugar and everything you know and it just tastes so good and I love sugar you know I do too everyone <laughs> does and um, it's in your bread and your juice and and uh, it's just in everything and um, so I've just been like checking labels to see content and like actual ingredients and I've been looking for you know ingredients on boxes that are just things I recognize and like whole ingredients listed you know and I've been trying to go to the farmers market and get uh, meat that was butchered and raised uh, locally mm -hmm. um, and just eat like a ton more vegetables basically and I feel a lot better um, I've actually lost weight this year um, without exercising any extra and for with like not at all for several <laughs> months of the year and uh, you know so I'm just trying to like live longer and uh, and prosper you know and so I think the food and then you know the essential oils like because I also don't like taking medicine yeah, and we don't stuff do drugs like that yeah I mean I like to smoke weed but no, that's marijuana is not a drug yeah, it's like medicinal, you know. It, I should say I don't like to take like a <laughs> pharmacy-produced drug if That's I don't right. uh, have to, That's right. you know. I just I, I prefer bathtub gin, so. <laughs> you hey. know, or some Epsom salt. I like, you know, if I get a, a cold or something, I like to crush some garlic and like eat that instead of, yeah. you know, ginger. and just sweat it out. You know, ginger, like these things work. They do. Um, and I know what's in it, you know, and it feels natural. And I don't know. I've always kind of been like that. But I'm just trying to take it up to the next level. There you go. I believe. Thank you for that wonderful note, you know. You're welcome. Self-care. Self-care, yeah. Trying to be serious about it. The you holistic know, healing. Our health is our wealth. It and, uh, you know, for someone like me that... Uh, likes to march and agitate and organize people to agitate. agitate you know to like change the things that I'm pissed off about you know in our society like you can't do that if you don't have the energy to do it if you don't have the love you know um, of self and of other people to do it like if you're burnt out if you're tired all the time which happened to me like you just you just burn out you can't do it and mm -hmm. so this past year and a half really has been about me trying to figure out um, how do I sustain like in a healthy way um, that'll uh, keep me going to do whatever work I'm passionate about for my whole life um, I don't want to feel burnt out all the time Indeed. you know not me I'm gonna oh man Alright, so what's next? I, we're running kind of late tonight. Yeah, yeah well, that's... Yeah, kind of, yeah, it's like about to... It's time for the metaphysical moment. Oh. oh shit. Okay. Like right now? Like just go? If you want to. Yeah. Okay. Well... Close us out. 
Let's close it out. We even have a graphic for the metaphysical moment now. Yeah. Oh, I do? Yes. Okay. Shout outs to that. Shout outs to the graphics. <sighs> Shout outs to the artists and the art. One love massively. I'm in a numerology and um, this year is another step, man. Last year, 2017, two plus zero plus one. Three plus seven equals ten. One plus zero is the one. One is knowledge, and I was I was expressing to people about the importance of writing your goals down and using the 2017 numerology and the way the planets are in alignment to just boost your dreams. We are star stuff. We are bigger than the here and now. And what the Most High has for you is for you. What you dream is real as real as you believe it to be so and there's power in the written word here we come into 2018 2 plus 1 plus 8 that equals 11 1 is knowledge plus 1 is knowledge equals 2 which is wisdom and this year this is the application of the knowledge all of the wisdom that you gained from last year if you were last year using that numerology to focus on yourself and your goals and your dreams you will see that it was uncannily lucky that things just happen to work out just a little bit better and in these times right now in the two in the duality it is the testing and to remember who you are and that what is for you is for you will be revealed ever so more in this year with wisdom wisdom knowledge is nothing i know heat is hot but only wisdom makes me know that i will be burned if i touch it you can know things but you cannot understand them until you experience them and this goes through every possibility of who you can call yourself as a human being you can never say that you are compassionate until you have loved someone who hates you you can think that you will be benevolent until you give to somebody who never says thank you are you still benevolent are you going to become selfish are you still going to be a loving person are you going to be hateful all of these different possibilities of who you say you are can only be known in truth. And that is how you gain wisdom. The ability to just know that you're the sum of who you have been. The chance now to use all of the knowledge and think of everything that you've learned and apply it to what is happening now because all of the tools have been given. All of the dots have been placed on the map and it's up to you to connect them. You know the masterpiece. You know what is ahead. You know that what is for you is real. It is out here, man. Shout out to the book, The Alchemist. If you haven't read it, please read it. It's a very, very short book, under 200 pages. And it is the universal story of any person who dreams, starting with the fact that everybody doesn't dream. Or they do, but they don't remember their dreams when they wake up. And it's the same thing as someone who dreams while they're awake. Everybody doesn't do that. Everybody doesn't ponder of a better thing than what they are or where they are right now. So if by you, the nature that you are a dreamer, 
You should read the book, The Alchemist. You should think about the numerology. You should write out your dreams, write out your plans, any ideas you have to create and to make this world different than what you see. No matter how small it is, it is divine. It is a beautiful and sacred thing to see more than what is in front of your eyes, to want to adapt, to want to innovate, to want to create, to want to expand. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Trust in yourself trust in your intuition trust in that still small voice because no matter what religion you are when you pray you are talking to yourself so know that you've got all the answers that you're looking for you just gotta believe you gotta believe because if you don't that's 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 the deal breaker right there it will never matter how much someone else believes in you you gotta believe in you first so in this 2018, believe in you. You got the power of the two. You already know. Use that knowledge. Use that voice. Use that guidance to shine. Shout outs to you. One love. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Mel. So many wisdom nuggets. Bucket full of nuggets. Yes. Oh, we need a new graphic. We need a bucket <laughs> full of nuggets. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes, you're a metaphysical.